You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. We know nothing. 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 So give us a call. We'll give it our all. Because if there's one thing we know, it's how to pick up the phone. We know nothing, but we'll try. Welcome to We Know Nothing. I'm here with Phil Hanley after Hi. quite a uh, break that we both had from recording this. Yep. I've been on the road for about two days short of three weeks. And um, and yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. Some stuff went down. Yeah, stuff went down, Nikki. I was informed uh, a few days ago, my friend, our mutual friend texted me uh, that you and your girlfriend had broken up. Yes. And that you were in a bad place and that uh, I should reach out to you. Yeah. And, and you I know what my first that. thought was? Like... If I, like, I will reach out to him, but I bet he doesn't want to talk to anyone right now because I know that I don't want to talk to people when I'm going through that. Yeah. How do you feel? How how I, are you handling it? I'm actually because I'm normally I uh, I don't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Last night I made a mistake and had a, uh, a too many couple, drinks, too many scotches. But you also said this was the first time you had gotten drunk. Yeah. In a year. Yeah. The first time I gotten tipsy. In, in yeah, because I've seen year. you have a couple drinks. Yeah, I have a drink like after a show or have. Are a, you yeah. talking blackout? Is that what you mean? Oh, like, no, I wasn't blackout, but I was what, like. How do you differentiate? Uh, if I wake up and I'm like, oh, the, I don't. Um, well, I like I, I remember the whole evening, but mm-hmm. I drink just I never drink enough to feel like you know shit the next day. Okay. And today I feel rough. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was like, yeah, I drank. I, yeah, I had. Okay, yeah. so you just di- you overdid it. Overdid it. I overindulged, it. Yeah. which is always. Um, yeah, my dad is always like, do not drink when you're not, you know, when you're bummed, like drink to celebrate, do not drink to commiserate. Yeah, that's, a, that's, those are wise words. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, like my dad, like if I'm like, at home, he doesn't uh, drink, but if, if I'm like, you know, be like, have a scotch, like he's like, you know, he wants me to like relax and have a, have a cocktail. But uh, yeah, anyways, so uh, that in the, we broke up on, uh, it was like official on uh, Saturday. So yeah. It's like two days. It's fresh. Real fresh. But the positive side is um, mm. clearly it wasn't going to work. So if I'm in pain now, if I, if it had been prolonged, I would feel worse. It would just be worse. Yeah. That's a and, good point. And also uh, the comedians, my friends here in New York City have been so nice. Like it's cr- like it's real. It's Crazy. It's like you go through a death or something, the way that people reach out. And yeah, and it, but it doesn't, it's not, it's it's so appreciated and needed because, uh, yeah, like I've gone out for, you know, I've been going out for lunch with people and uh, lots of people like yourself have texted me and stuff like that. Um, but it, it's a miserable feeling. Ugh, it's the worst. And there's nothing. Uh, there's no cure no. except time. I know. And it's. Uh, Other people don't fill the hole. Drinking doesn't fill it. No. Uh, just. A lot of talk, like things that get your mind off it certainly do for a moment and then you remember it again or something reminds you of that person. Then suddenly it floods back. Oh, totally. Like today I was, uh, I was like trying to distract myself. Yeah. Um, someone's like, just watch, just don't let your brain just sit and dwell. So I was like trying to watch something on Netflix and I was just perusing Netflix. And because we would always, when we hung out, we'd like, you know, be in bed and watching Netflix, whatever. So many things. I was like, I can't watch that. Can't watch that. Oh, I remember we talked about watching that movie together. Like it was just like, you're just like, oh my goodness. It's everything. Yeah. 
It's yes. a you're a walking in a landmine. Yeah, and it was long distance, and and people are always like, oh, that's so hard. But that wasn't the problem. We were just uh, different people. Yeah, this would have been over sooner, I think, had you been in the same city. It, it, it could very well. I think a lot have been. of times, that's the way it happens. Yeah, and not to say anything like I, I like so much looked forward to seeing her and uh, and everything, but uh, obviously it's for the best. Um, mm-hmm. She's not only is she different than myself like kind of fundamentally but she's different than and it's so that's the one thing that really the way people have been so um generous with like being thoughtful and stuff like that like all my friends and comedian friends and i haven't even been in new york city that long right but i was i'm like wow this is this is nice so nice and um uh yeah i've never been part of uh Something and it sounds kind of cliche or whatever, but I've never been part of it. It really feels like all of a sudden I, the comedians in New York City. It feels like we're in like we live in this like small town or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, that's we a all, good point. We all know each other and and uh, yeah, the, everyone's been been uh, really really nice. That's so good. I don't know how people go through it when you know when you get a boyfriend or a girlfriend, you kind of isolate and you kind of dump all your friends or a lot of people do do that. Yeah. And then when the, when that ends, you have no one. Oh. And I mean, I I have a whole my whole Seth Meyers stand up was about how I don't understand how people ever stick breakups, how they don't get back together because it is so painful. Yeah. How do you function? And I know it gets easier, but I just don't have the patience for that kind no. of healing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I, I, I like I, I said. But it, you must. You have to. Yeah. But I mean, I if she. Yeah, I mean, if she called me right now and was like, "I'm in, I'm yeah, in you'd be New like, York City," and uh, like, I, I that would be the you know. I have mean, you been able to meditate? Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been, uh, you know, like I besides last night, I've been doing everything you're supposed to do. I've been uh, meditating and I've been exercising. Uh, and I said it was two. It's been two days, but last week it was like it's going to happen. And then we didn't, she's like, well, let's talk again on Saturday. So it was like excruciating, like two days where I'm like, there's about a 90% chance that I'm going to be really miserable as of Saturday afternoon. But so yeah, besides last night, I've been doing all the things that uh, you're supposed to do. And I've had so, I've been through a ton of breakups, but. uh, How long were you together? uh, 11 months. Yeah, people say it takes half the relationship to get over the person. Yeah, people do say that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. And it was like, we were very different. But at one point, when we were in a good place, it was like our differences kind of complemented each other. So we had kind of made like long-term kind of plans together. Yeah. Uh, she was planning on moving to the city and stuff like that. So, um. Yeah. Sorry, Phil. Oh, thanks. That's all you can say. It's just like it just it's, sucks. It's the worst. It makes you feel like what? Is it worth it to even get into relationships yeah. in the first place? Yeah, because it's like at this point, it's like well, you had nice times. Like uh, we went to Europe together, and we we did. Um, like she came on the road. I played in Europe, and she came with me, and uh, we did some really nice things. But it was uh, like lots of nice things. Um, but. Now I can't think of the, like, I'm like fighting, like, do not, I'm like, do not think of Norway. Do you not think, think of, of walking around stuff. So you can't think of that. And then, I don't know, it's like, you got to force yourself to go to the shitty things. It takes a lot of effort to be like, oh no, she was like this, or this wouldn't work because yeah. it was like that. But, um. Do you, have you wallowed yet? Uh, what Are is Are you wa- allowing yourself to wallow, uh, to have those moments and just 
feel sorry for yourself a little bit? No, not. Listen to those sad songs and just think about the good times? No. Just let it go. uh, I've been, uh, no, if I'm on, I've been listening to tunes, uh, if something. Every song. Funky in my life is going on, I let myself listen to tunes when I'm working, when I'm writing and stuff like that. Uh So I've been listening to tunes, but uh, yeah, anything that's like whatsoever. um, Heartbreaky. The one thing. That has helped is she. Uh, we did not see eye to eye on music, mm-hmm. so she didn't. She didn't. Uh, that's a fundamental. That's a big. If music is important to you, a yeah. person not having the same interest in music is a. It's almost like the way they smell or something. You know how you can just be like, well, this isn't gonna work. Yeah. I don't like the way you smell. Like, yeah, yeah. Music is very. Imp- it's almost like a kid's thing. Like, do I you really want to have like, kids or not? I really like the way she smelled. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, but. Yeah, so that yeah the yeah the music thing we didn't have a, a common so the that sucked uh, when we were like because we would go on road trips or whatever but um, now it's a good thing because she didn't ruin any of anything any of that for me. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, you have no, you didn't have a song. No, oh god, no, no, we didn't have, no, we put it on the table. We're like, well, maybe we could get into this band together or whatever. What uh, band? Can uh, I, ask? I I think I suggested because I know you're a big Wilco fan, right? Yeah. I suggested Wilco. I forget who she. That's cute. Had, I don't yeah. mean to say that it's a cute thing that you did, but <laughs> we never like, did. We never did. We never did it. But she she uh, loathed my favorite band, so yeah, that's um, a she loathed them. Yeah, that's yeah. a strong word. Yeah, why, why a real loather? Um, I she just didn't. Uh, she just wasn't. Uh, yeah. So and it's tough because I, I you know. I listen to tunes basically constantly. If I'm at home, there's always. Music I take on. so much offense. That's like someone telling me my kids are weak. Like I, my, my music to me, if someone insulted my taste of music, yeah, it would oh. be, I'd, it'd be hard to take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was like I know I like some crap, like, but it was frustrating because, uh, yeah, it was frustrating. Yeah. Well, I, I think you should let yourself wallow a little bit. I think that's one of the. You, here's the good thing about this is that you're going to come out of it with a lot of material in about three months. I hope. I hope so. I, I all I have is one joke. Oh, now. that's decent I already. Have, I have one joke, but it's like twelve seconds. But can you share it? Uh, please. yeah. Please, people who are listening, I haven't done it on stage. I do not know if it's funny. Yeah. I only did it to uh, our dear friend Joe List, and uh-huh. he's like, "It's him." But uh, the joke is, uh, I go, uh, my um. Uh, Mexico girlfriend and I broke up. Uh, we didn't really see eye to eye on on anything. Like, for example, um, I still wanted to continue going out. That's good. Is that a joke? Yeah. Uh, the wording's funky. I'll fix. Yeah, the wording. yeah. I I like that a lot. Or I think continue dating would have been better. Yeah. Um, but no, my yeah, continue dating. La- yeah, good. continue dating would have been better. But my last, the last time I dated a girl for five years. Or you could say, hold on, can okay. I help, can yeah, I help yeah. you? Oh please. You can say like, I loved. You know, I like hip hop, and she wanted to break up. Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we didn't see eye to eye on a lot of things. Like, she didn't want to have kids, and I wanted to keep going out or something. Yeah. But I think she wanted, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's better if it's something superficial. Something superficial, and then her actively wanting something as opposed to you actively wanting yeah. to stay together. Yeah. I think it's funnier if she yeah. wants to not be together. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, that'll that's definitely the beginning of uh, of something. Yeah. It'll you'll it's good. But we the, have to go through these. Things. Oh, it's the it worst. It makes us though. more interesting, and it it's so the worst. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But the last. This is the one thing. This is my, the last girlfriend I dated five years. I don't even. I've maybe even talked about it in the podcast, but it. 
she broke up with me over the telephone. Which oh, was right. So we should have broken up. Like at one point. You uh, were in some shit gig in the middle of Yeah, Canada. in Regina, yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I already did talk about this in podcasts. But that led to, that's what I, my closing thing that's five minutes long. The, yeah, the, break, yeah. The thing you did on Pete Holmes. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully this, if this makes me prolific, then that would be really good. Yeah. I think it's, uh, when I, my boyfriend and I broke up for two weeks in October and it was the worst two weeks of my entire life. And I was going through all the same things you're going through and, um, I just remember putting on, because I was so sick of hearing myself cry, like just that wailing cry that I don't ever do, like the, ah! <laughs> <laughs> like that one. Yeah. My sister actually was came to visit the night we broke up. Like it just, my breakup came out of nowhere and my sister was coming in town and we were supposed to hang out all weekend. And um, it ruined her trip because I was just crying in the middle of our shopping excursions and I had have to, I'd have to just leave her and go home and, and just cry. And she'd never heard me cry that way either where I'd just be in my room in the dark just like sobbing. Yeah. And I had to put on noise-canceling phone headphones because I was so tired of hearing it. So i just like put on good music and then just wail and just feel, feel it. Feel in the mo- Feel like I'm in this music video that is about – like this song is based on the exact – emotion i'm feeling right now and just wow I, yeah be so sad for myself yeah i haven't i mean i'm not uh yeah i mean i've certainly i've had conversations with uh friends and stuff like that and felt like really sad yeah and it was so miserable our like final conversation um but i'm gonna tell you to listen to uh this american life podcast about breakups Oh, really? That okay. helped me a lot. Really? Yeah. It was it's a really good one and it's it's it'll give you some commiseration but it also give you some solace. Okay. It's a really good one that I listen to all the time. It's just called Breakups and I listeners I I, I suggest you listen to it too. The one thing that I'll say is with um the TED Talks that you brought in about relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh I remember listening to the, this is how in denial I was of the situation. Oh, I I remember listening to that and there were so many things in that that I was like, oh, my relationship is not going to work. I know. To the point where I was like, if she listened to this, there's no, like, she would just be like, okay, it's over. I think because there was so many. Yeah, but you did it. You listened to it. And I know. It like but that. I guess maybe she wouldn't because a lot of it was. Um, having friends. The fr- Yeah. It was a, a lot of it was about having people in your life tell you. Yeah run away yeah just from uh she was just different than uh i don't like i don't want to say anything bad about her uh but yeah so she don't. was just, just different than the people my close comedian friends and then the people that i grew up with like she just she was very similar in some ways but then the kind of fundamental mm-hmm. way she was very different and different than you know i'm super close to my folks and stuff like that yeah. and, and my sister and and yeah and that's always a a thing when yeah the, the when there's a huge gap there and you kind of have that separate life like your ro- romantic life becomes like you're defending them constantly to other people and like you don't know them well when yeah. we're alone it's different than, yeah and and people weren't that like it's not like people were critical right, of her no but I, I knew deep down that, oh, this is di- this is not... I've never interacted with someone like this. Yes. So yeah. that's... Yeah. Wa- even me watching those TED Talks, I'm like, oh, my relationship's doomed. So it's... You're not alone in that. And I think everyone watches those things. It's like any self-help thing. You you go, oh, I need to change that. But you just don't. Yeah. You just... 
Because it's so hard to do in the moment. Like you said, if she called right now, you'd be like, okay, let's try to make it work. You know, even yeah, though you know. That's hard for me to admit, and it's like, it's like. Shouldn't be. Everyone feels that way. Um, I'm glad she did it. Because uh, it, like you said, it would have just happened inevitably. And Oh, yeah. And I, I'm just uh, bad. I get, I just get connected to people. And I was like super, like I get, um, yeah, I just get connected to people. And I'm like, I don't want. And then I think of like creatively in my head i'm like oh i don't want like every kind of tie everything in and i'm like oh, i don't want to break up and then it'll mess up like you know mess up my act or what i don't know and I, I just think of everything i don't know and we were supposed yeah, to go to vancouver huge, we had all these plans to do things there's a it all trickles down yeah. throughout your whole life like everything that gets impacted but i think your act is going to be much stronger i know uh, mine was oh really? and i think I'll, everyone's is once you go you have to go through like big things yeah. to make yourself a better comic and artist yeah 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 and else yeah no one wants to hear anyone talk about being in love um it's yeah true. I guess it's true no one wants to hear that who yeah. cares yeah yeah i guess that's it's true all about the struggle man uh, well phil i hope that week by week we we you'll get why well, I, I know you'll get better and better but uh god i really just feel for you right now it must be tough. It's it's unpleasant. What's are, are you having trouble sleeping? Um, I always like I'm not like a I used used to be such a good sleeper. Yeah, a little bit trouble like the first couple of days because like I said, it happened Wednesday, so it's it's been five days, but then it was like confirmed on Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, like I would like go to bed, yeah, and you like wake up like two hours, and it's one of those things where you. You know when something funky happens and you wake up and you're for, like you forget for a second, yeah, and then you wake up and you're like. Oh, that horrible thing that happened. Yeah. So I've had that. That's the worst when you wake up from it and you're like, was it? It could have been a dream. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah. It's so, uh, it, but I do, I feel like, oh, I just, I handled it. I just, these things affect me more. But just from talking, every, like everyone knows exactly. Yeah. Everyone's been through it. That's the thing. It's, that's the thing on this podcast that I want you to listen to. She, this girl's going through a breakup and she's crying on this bench talking to Ira Glass and she's like, the thing is, it feels everyone in the history of the world has been through it. But when you go through it, it feels so specific. Like mm -hmm. you're the only one who's had it happen to them. Yeah. And it's true, but everyone's been through it and yeah. you'll go through it again, probably, yeah. you know? It's um it's a special kind of pain, and that's why every song is about it. But everything I, is about it. I think, yeah, I guess, yeah. I, I'm just, I think though. That and, chair over there was designed because some dude got his heart broken. Probably, it could, you it, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have very well. Everything in this room was designed because pussy had interfered in uh, some way. There's a lot of comedy albums on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. I, I. I. Though. I think I'm gonna look at next time, and maybe I'm wrong, and you can remind yeah, me. Yeah. Whatever. Next you time learned? there's a red flag, I'm gonna. Um, I might bail sooner or suggest I, yeah. And also it's complicated. That's good to tell yourself. And I, I used to invite, like, I guess I'm I don't like. I think a, you will. But. Uh, no, I absolutely won't. But I, I guess I'm like, <laughs> I'm a romantic in the sense where I'm like, oh, she lives in Nashville and I live in New York. I can do that. You know what I mean? Or if like something, like I said, something fundamentally different, I'd be like, I can handle that. I'll sort it out. Or I don't know. I don't, maybe I'm not going to do that as much. Yeah, I think being re more realistic about stuff is going to, as you get older, I think. 
you're going to have to, because what did you, what were you thinking with the Nashville, New mm. York? I was telling someone about your situation last night and they were like, it's weird that a long distance relationship, like sometimes they like become long distance after you meet in the same city and you live in the same city and then one person has to move, but to start long distance. Yeah. I just really liked her. Yeah. No. And that's what I said. It's, and I said, I think I, it makes sense because in the beginning, just seeing each other, those little amounts of time, it, it can sustain it. But, yeah. Um, it was great. Like the first we met and then we didn't know if we we're going to see each other again. And then like the first, uh, I shouldn't be talking about this, but the first trip was so amazing. You know, we're just driving around yeah, it's the, the best. south and we're like. Because you don't know her. Yeah. And we're just getting to know <laughs> each other. Going to Graceland. Yeah. Okay, well, right. let's focus on the bad. Yeah. Stop going to Graceland in your mind. <laughs> okay, let's get to a call. Uh, once again, our number is 347-467-1240. Uh, let us know at the end of the call if you want us to call you back. You do not need to leave your number um, if you want us to call you back on that number because we have it sitting right in front of us, and I don't want to have to edit it out of the call. Uh, here's our first call. Um, first off. Uh, Phil, I love you on Bobby Kelly's podcast. Compliment. And your episode of Modern Comedian was awesome. And Very nice. kind of going back to you, uh, you had to be there. Awesome podcast. Thank you. I also love your episode of You Made It Weird, Nikki. Thank you. Uh, my name's Henry. I'm 24 years old. My, oh, and I have chronic depression. My question is, is it selfish of me to to make a potential lover an innocent bystander to my misery? And if not, what would be the best way to inform someone about my situation without making them run away? I'm seeing a therapist, but I'd love to hear your opinions on this. Uh, what did he say his name was? Henry. Henry. Yeah. God, he's so adorable. Yeah, he's a sweet guy. Oh, my God. I love him. Henry, um, I totally feel for you. I also suffer from depression, and... I do not think it's something you should lead with on like a first date if you go out with someone. Um, but that does not mean that you are not entitled to have someone in your life and bring someone in. You just, you have a sickness like anyone has a sickness and they don't need to know about it right away. It's not something you need to like share on even the first, even the fifth date. Like, Get, get into a relationship before, and they'll notice, they'll pick up on things, but I don't think you need to come out with it, like, right away. Um, even though that it may present itself like, wow, you're dark, or she says something like that, or he, I don't know which way you swing, but says something like, oh, you, that was a w weird thing to say. Just keep it to yourself. I don't think that they deserve to know that until they, you're in, like, a committed relationship with them and then once you do drop that bomb they will care about you enough to stay with you and if they don't then you know uh screw them but I, I think that you saying it too early would scare some people off because I don't think it is as uh may, maybe it is something that is as serious as I mean, obviously it is serious, but the fact that you're seeking help for it, I, I think that you're in a place where you deserve to have someone in your life and they don't need to know about that part of it. They'll figure it out on their own. They'll get the, the clues. I think I told my boyfriend about my depression like probably like eight months in. I just, you know, when I was having those, I don't know what how yours manifests itself, but when I had bad days or weeks, I would just not involve him in it. And that's when you take a little break and you say, you know, I need some time alone. And you just kind of 
do your thing. And then I, I, there was one night where I felt comfortable enough where we were kind of sharing and I told him, and I'm not so sure that I'm even happy that I told him. I don't really like anyone having something on me that they like know is a weakness. Uh, my therapist always tells me, I was just telling Phil this, that you should never give away those things that you have to your significant other, you know, until you're married or something. Mm -hmm. But even then, like those things like, oh, I, any sort of weakness that, or sickness or not sickness, but like saying that you have depression, because then they can use that against you in a fight and they will. My therapist is very pessimistic. She says the first chance they'll get, they'll throw it back in your face. And I've heard enough stories from my friends and who have told things compromising things to their significant other and it has happened so i think the best case scenario for you is to date whoever you want to date but don't um don't share that until you are absolutely comfortable and and sure that they will accept you for it and if they won't then ease your way out of it um but yeah but don't involve them in it you don't they don't need to know that's why you have a therapist and also because there's a thing and uh, Nikki, please uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe if he's doing these things and being proactive, and he, maybe he he met someone that's amazing, like that's amazing, and and could help him get out of the situation that he's in. Yeah, I don't think you should ever rely on a significant other to get you out. No, of no, but I just mean in the sense that uh, I know I do know. Uh, like part of it is they say like if you're depressed, a key thing is to like not like to try to do yourself. the things yeah, you love like right th yeah so maybe I, I, like i don't yeah. mean that she would but just if if you are say you wake up and you feel terrible but you are dating someone and you go out to a movie that afternoon aren't you gonna have a more pleasant day Definitely. therefore and then don't those pleasant days add up and all of a sudden you're like yeah i'm still depressed but i i had a pretty good week like yeah. it was like is that accurate? i think that's Does it work true like that? i think that my friends who have who know that I suffer from depression and when I'm in one of those days where I just don't want to leave my apartment and I feel very trapped and scared, I've had friends that like force themselves and come over and bang on my door and make me go for like a walk around the block. And it does make a huge difference. So even that person doing that in your life. But I, once again, I don't think that you need to like bring it up early. It's I yeah. Think those, oh, yeah. I wouldn't say that. But I, I know. Of course you wouldn't say that. But I think a lot of people do say like just – if you don't like me for who I am in the beginning, then just then you were not meant to be. But yeah. I think there's some things you should kind of hide until later. Yeah. And I and I feel that attitude. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, but I, you've heard that attitude before, right? Like, uh, yes, I have. Oh, I'm going to just I'm going to tell him how I feel. Because yeah. if you know what, it's just how I feel. I mean, I've said it before and it yeah. doesn't work. You no. have to you have to keep some things secret. Yeah. Just keep some mystery. Being depressed is mysterious and will allure the opposite sex or same sex. I don't know which way you swing. Henry, I hope that helped. Uh, thanks for the call. Next caller. Hey, Phil and Mickey. This is Matt calling. Interested to hear your take on this one. I am 30 years old and have a girlfriend that I love very much. We've been dating for about a year. Um, the only dispute we have is that she wants to get married and have kids. And I never really thought about or considered that path, um, especially not at this age. I never even really considered it a possibility, and I'm not that open to it at this time. The problem is I've told her that I would consider it, and I am considering that future lifestyle openly and honestly. But the more I think about it, I just don't really want to go down that road. I'm not really sure if I should 
um, put a definitive punctuation mark on my feelings in that matter, or if I should keep open the possibility and possibly string out another two or three years with this girl when I may never come around to the idea of getting married and having kids, at which point she'll be 33 or 34. Mm. Don't mind if you call me back and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Thanks. All right, Matt. I like a couple things about this call. I like how he refers to getting married and having kids. It's a lifestyle choice. Yeah. I like that. Uh, yeah, that's a, I think it's a major lifestyle choice. It is. Yeah. I but do. it's usually that people, like right-wing people can using that term to yeah. refer to gay people. Exactly, yeah. You know? Uh, also, I think it's just funny. It's but just that a, is a choice. It's a sign of the times that he's like, I'm 30, and at this age, I can't think about getting married and having kids. I love Where, it. Whereas, uh, obviously our parents would be like you should have thought about that five years ago <laughs> yeah mister um, um what do you think uh i mean because this is so this is kind of close to me uh because uh the girl that that i was just with didn't want to have kids mm -hmm. and i always thought i like kids a lot like i'm super close to my nephew and mm -hmm. uh that I, so that kind of crossed my mind but i i think if you really if you're head over like if you're head over heels in love with the person, then I don't know. It's tough to be like, I'm gonna not be with you because of this person that I might create that doesn't even exist yet. Like, does that make sense? Yeah. But, but it doesn't have to be that way. I do think though that if you've reached a conclusion that you don't want them, do not like you said, string it along yeah, that's, for a couple more good years. Yeah, if you know for sure. Let guess, her decide. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I guess I guess the the most noble thing to do would be to sit the, uh, her down and be like, if the case, if, if it's like, I definitely do not want to have kids, yeah. then, because uh, the marriage thing, I don't know. I think if you really love the person and she's like, it means the world to me to get married. I can't imagine being like, yeah, no, I don't want to. Yeah. That day, I don't want to invite people and pick a meal or whatever you're right. writing. Um, but if some, if I was with someone and they really want, because like, I'm not, I'm not opposed to marriage, but it's not like I gotta get married. Yeah, my boyfriend's opposed to marriage. He would not. Really? He loves me very much, but if I said I wanted to get married and or and if you don't, uh -huh. we would break up. He is that much against marriage. Oh, really? So I guess it's in the same. I guess there's the the other side of the coin is if you really love someone. Then you and they I have really to don't want to get not married. Getting married. I yeah. think I'm the one that's gonna have to make the sacrifice here and um in our relationship. But if I but I, it, it's up to me. But the thing is, he's been very clear about it that yeah. he does not want to get married, and I know that he's more on the fence about kids. So that's still, and I am too. So I don't really need to a uh, definitive answer on that yet. But at least I have one on the marriage thing. Like I know that I'm not gonna change him, and I. And I can hear in your voice, you're a little unsure, like maybe I could be convinced, but just be honest with her. Just tell her all this stuff and you might risk losing her, but you don't want to, she will fucking hate you so much if, you know, she's 34 and has, and she'll say she wasted her time with you, even though it wasn't a waste, because I'm sure you guys had a lot of fun, but it will feel that way to her. Yeah. And also like I'm going through now if yeah. that went on if you've already been together he said you've been together a, I think a couple of years yeah. so then add on the three or four years and if you know it's not going to work like if you're in a situation Man, that's take tough. from the way I feel right now the 
the sensation in my stomach. If you're in a situation where you know it's not going to, if there's a fundamental thing where you know this is not going to work ultimately, then just get out. Because yeah. the longer you're together, the more uh, complicated and painful it will be when it ends. And if it if it's, looks like inevitably it's going to end, uh, then but get you out. can't. No one's ever going to heed that advice. I know. I certainly wouldn't. But, I know. But it makes sense, though, right? I think some people, you'd but have I, to be, it's like some robot, like. No, you'd you'd be so smart to to do that and to avoid future pain. But the present is so much more satisfying to us than what may occur or even may definitely occur in the future. We will take what we can get now. Yeah. As opposed to the pain now. I'll just pay, take more pain later. Uh, That's what yeah, we, all, it's like we a, all make that choice. Yeah, it's like an emotional credit card or something. Yeah, yeah. I'll pay later. Um, so just be honest with her. And um, yeah, I think that's all you can do. Thanks for the call. Uh, our next caller. I like this kid. This is a long one. So buckle up, bitches. Oh, wait. There we go. Hi, Nikki and Phil. Uh, well, uh, I'm gay, so I realize, uh, this is probably not your area of expertise, but, uh, luckily you guys know nothing, so hopefully, uh, it's all good and that doesn't matter. Um, anyway, so I'm really into this guy, uh, who I met online actually, uh, about like a year, year and a half ago, and I talk with him pretty frequently, like almost, almost every day, uh, on Twitter. And, um, and we both have private Twitter accounts, uh, which, you know, we actually, uh, I feel like I know him pretty well through that because we use it a lot and, it, you know, things get pretty intimate there. Um, it didn't occur to me that he might be gay until about six months ago. Um, I met up with him in person and, uh, and, you know, I didn't know for sure until like two or three months ago. Uh, so he's a blogger for this pretty popular magazine and he has a really large Twitter following. And I, I can tell that he purposefully avoids talking about his sexuality online publicly, which makes me think that he might not be very out. Uh, like I said, I only found out about two or three months ago that he was gay. And I've, I've noticed that he starts kind of talking about sexuality more and more, um, you know. But um, so uh, another obstacle of this is that uh, we're not in the same city. I live in Brooklyn and he lives in D.C., but uh, he's thinking about moving here and trying to move here. Uh, so I kind of want to keep going with it in case uh, that happens. Uh, so um, in terms of, like, signals, I've been, like, trying to send him signals. I've, uh, you know, invited him up here a couple times, and I went down with some friends to visit him down there in D.C., uh, and I've just been, like, trying to text with him. Um and the only real signals I get back is just that, like, he talks to me a lot and he favorites me a lot, which isn't, like, a ton to go on. Um, you know, it's it's weird to describe uh, that as, like, a signal uh, because I do feel like uh, the things he favorites are kind of more, you know, it feels flirty, but maybe it just feels like that to me because I want it to. Um, it's not a lot to go on, and normally I would probably just assume that he's not that interested, except that... Uh, you know, I know him really well. I just really like him and think we're compatible. And I think that it's really likely he could be afraid to make a move. Um, but I also feel like he might, 
you know, be getting there and getting more comfortable with his sexuality. But I don't know. Should I, should I like not go forward with this? Should I just like wait until he moves here? Maybe like we have a lot of mutual close friends and I've tried, uh, you know, hinting to them that I have feelings for him, but maybe should I just, you know, straight up ask one of them to tell him, is that dumb? I don't know. Cause I'm, I'm really terrible at like going after crushes. So yeah, any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. Hey, what was his name again? He didn't give oh, it. Didn't give okay, good. Um, I love you, and I want to, uh, I want to help you. Here's, um, God. First of all, I have to say one thing that I really loved. You said, and you were like, "Should I just be straight up with him and tell my friends to tell him I like <laughs> him?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is totally how I think too. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, I. I'm kind of confused, I guess. I want to know if he, um, if this guy has come out to you specifically. Like, I think you just, you told us that you know he is gay. Um, and I'm thinking that you are not getting any, like, you guys haven't talked about it in terms of how you two relate yet. I think, from what I understand about the gay community, which is not a lot, are you guys pretty upfront with each other? Are you? I, are they? I think um, there are games, as in any relationship. I'm sure. Yeah. My question, and this is something that I don't know. Yeah. Well, I kind of know because uh, one of my best friends is gay, and he would date guys, mm -hmm. and then they would they would always be in his light. Like then they would they be like buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So if I don't know if that's common in in like because we've we've had this similar problem with like heterosexuals talking about it right yeah. and we're like if you you might scare her off or him off or whatever some people act weird when you're like i like you and then if they don't like that that could affect the friendship right yeah. but in the gay community does it work like that like was there anything wrong with him saying like hey just so you know but but it's a, is that's it a, what i want to know is it a double thing where he's like first off i'm not comfortable talking about being gay secondly uh this is weird. You know, I only want to be your friend. Like, is it like a double uncomfortableness? Right, right. Um, I think that what you should do, if you were like my best friend and I was telling you what I think you should do, the smartest thing would be to just keep going as you're going. I think that he needs to get a little bit more comfortable with his sexuality. And I think him moving to New York, like what's really going to happen now with this long distance anyway, I think you should just keep living your life the way you are going out with other people. He'll eventually move here. And if it's meant to be, it will be, I think you should continue flirting, maybe go, uh, up there, down there, down there to DC and visit. Don't go out of your way. But like, if you happen to be attending a trip and wanting to go somewhere, like go hang out. But I don't think you need to put it all out on the line yet. I think this is almost kind of fun for you still him like faving your tweets and I totally get what you're saying about like but they only fave ones that are kind of flirty I that sounds so ridiculous but I totally get what you're saying like they'll fave ones that you're like oh he's like winking at me about what I just said and it's um a fave is totally like a wink um I think he's into you I really do but I think that you coming on too strong might scare him off at this point because he is moving so slow and I don't think he's waiting for you to like make a first move I think he's 
legitimately like nervous. And I think he probably likes that about you that you're a little bit like, I don't know either. And I think the way it'll happen, it'll be so fun and, and, um, slow and you'll laugh about it later. I don't think it needs any kind of like you outside his window professing your love, which is not what you're telling, saying you want to do. You want to more like tell your friends. I think telling the friends thing is maybe a good step. If you, if you want to make a step in that direction. Yeah. Tell them to tell him. I think that's great. Or maybe start with just doing a little bit of like investigation work where or if you have a, a mutual friend, flirtiness. like does he date? Like is he is he interested in like is yeah. he seeing anyone? Yeah, or? ask him if he's seeing anyone. Maybe change the conversation to gayness. Yeah. Maybe just start talking about it in not in the sense of like how you two operate, but like have you been seeing are you seeing anyone? Like, you know, uh, someone told me one time when I had a crush on my boyfriend before I asked him out or before I even like I just had a crush on him. They were like, the way you let a guy know is to say, um, are you are you dating anyone right now? Just like ask it kind of like, are you dating anyone? And so, so Phil, uh, let me do it to you, okay? Okay, yeah. Hey, Phil, are you dating it? Are you like dating anyone right now? <laughs> no, no. Oh my I gosh. Like that's a, I would have thought you'd be with someone. Like make it sound oh, like. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, I would have thought great. you'd have someone. Yeah. So you indicate to them like uh, that you think they're a catch. So, oh, again, yeah. wow. Like, Nikki, oh, I that's thought you would have been scooped up. Yeah, I would have assumed. I, I would assumed. Oh, I yeah. would have assumed you. But then it also makes it sound like you're not like you're just like interested. Like, oh, like you're interested in anyone being with anyone. Yeah. So I think you should continue as you've been going. I don't think you're there wasn't like a desperation in your voice. Like, I must make a move or I can't continue. But I think you're having fun with this still. And I think I think maybe just turn up the knob a little bit more on the flirting and just uh you know, raise the stakes a little bit, but don't, but don't go overboard. I, I like, I think there's potential here. Yeah. Just approach cautiously. Yeah. That's so I advice, hope that helps. Uh, so those are the, all the calls we have for day today. And, uh, again, if you would like to call us, we would love to take your call. Um, we are, uh, we're enjoying hearing your feedback on the podcast. It's been great. Like having this out there now, um, I think we have four episodes up as we're recording this one, so they're they're out there and people are digging it. Yeah, and we're gonna start pumping them out because we yeah, want to get... we pumping pumping. So our uh, number again is three four seven four six seven one two four zero. That's three four seven four six seven one two four zero. You can call about literally anything that has anything to do with any. I, I, who cares? Yeah, Just call about anything. Yeah, we don't know anything about anything. Yeah, let's broaden this. <laughs> yeah. But uh, especially relationships, we love talking about it and. Phil, my heart goes out to you. Oh, thanks, Nikki. What are you going to do tonight? Uh, I got a couple spots. Okay. I'm here at Stand Up, and then I'm doing a show in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, And then uh, I've been, yeah, I'll probably swing by the Comedy Cellar and have something to eat. I, I've been spending a lot of I'll time there. I'll see you there, there tonight. Oh, you're going to be at the Cellar yeah, tonight? Yeah, I have a 10-15. Oh, okay. Yeah. So maybe I'll see you? Yeah. Cause oh, this car company that's picking me up is calling me. I got to go, guys. Okay. Phil, I'll see you tonight. Yeah, I'll see you Callers, tonight, I'll Nikki. see you next episode. Thank you Bye. guys for coming. Bye.